I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head saying You'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make feels lost with no direction My faith is shaking But I, I gotta keep trying Channel 2 Radio, The Mindset Matters Show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, hello, beautiful people. It's that time of the week again for the Mindset Matters talk show. I'm your host, Zenat Narani, for the next hour and a half, also known as the Clarity Coach. And I'd like to welcome all my regular listeners that are tuning in today. We've got a wonderful guest uh, coming up. I'll be introducing him very, very shortly. And uh, welcome to any new listeners who are tuning in for the very first time. Now, I've kicked off with uh, my signature song, which is Miley Cyrus's The Climb. And I absolutely adore this song because it's such a great reminder that we all have challenges, obstacles, all sorts of things happening in our life's journey. And they come sometimes unexpectedly. But you can get over that mountain with the right mindset, the right resources, the right support around you and the resilience. You can make it over that mountain and to newer pasture lands, as they say. Uh, and on that note, thank you to Intune PR that is proud to sponsor the Mindset Matters show. And also, every time they get a client media coverage for a perfect piece of their blogs or websites, they feel overwhelmed and proud. They are also proud to support the Mindset Matters talk radio show, which shares much needed wisdom and helps people every week. Absolutely. And if it just makes one difference in somebody's life out there, then I've done my job here. Of course, throughout the show, do not forget to connect with me on social media and, of course, keep those tweets rolling in. Any shout-outs, messages, any comments that you might have that you want to get involved in the discussions of today while I'm talking to my guests, then please do um, tweet them in and don't forget to use the hashtag MSM Radio Talks, hashtag Let's Talk Better. Now, if it is your first time tuning in, then... Mindset Matters is all about supporting and making a difference and breaking down those stigmas and taboos around mental health and well-being. And that, you know, different aspects of our lives can be impacted if we start to ignore them. You know, we all go through a little bit of stress, anxiety, and all these emotions and feelings are perfectly normal. But sometimes 
they get to a point where they're occurring daily and daily. So that is when you need to stop and think and just step back a little bit and think, all right, what is it that I need in order to move forward? And so here on the show, we share tips, tools, insights. Uh, We have great discussions from experts and from people who um, just want to shed light about the struggles of their journeys, the deepest, darkest moments that they've had and how they've come and found light at the end of the tunnel. So lots of amazing things do happen on this show. So know that you are not alone and that we all go through challenging times in our lives. And it's absolutely okay to reach out and ask for help. And I'm speaking from personal experience that the best thing, when I had my depression, my anxiety and my burnout, when I was a primary teacher, I thought that was it. And, you know, I had this big fear about being judged. And, you know, I was, because I was always this tough cookie with lots of resilience, always saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags full. But you know what? The best thing I ever did was ask for help. And to reach out to counselling and therapy. And if it hadn't been for that, who knows? So for me, it worked. So uh, what else do I have to share with you before we move on? Uh, Of course, this show and any other show can be found on my podcast platform where all the live shows are transferred there. And you can either go to anchor.fm forward slash zenat-nurani-msm or... They're available on all the Audible platforms such as Spotify, Google Music, Apple and Amazon. And there we have it. You know what? I'm going to dive in now. Before I do my affirmation, actually, I'm going to dive into welcoming my amazing guest who we're going to hear lots about. I've been on her show as well, which we'll talk about as well. So she's got a radio show in Penge on Love the Beat Radio. I'll let her do all the talking because you don't want to hear that from me. Uh, Jackie Groundsell, welcome to Mindset Matters. Thank you so much, Zina. It's it's. I was saying earlier, it's it's really strange to be on this side. It is, isn't it? Um, so thank you for inviting me. It's lovely. Yeah, long overdue as well. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I think thank so. You. Thank <laughs> so you. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. You have got so much to share as well. I don't think. This one and a half hour show is going to be enough. Oh, gosh. Are, are, you, say, are you saying that I'm talking too much? Yet? <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm just saying you've got lots of amazing things to share. That's all. <laughs> What's your thought on affirmations? Interesting. Um, I think they... Um, I must confess I don't do them uh, on a regular That's basis. Okay. Um, but I do think... How really dare you don't? <laughs> No, I know, I know. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Uh, um, but I do think they really focus you on to, on to getting back on track. And mm-hmm. I think in today's busyness, it's so easy to get off track. Um, we could be um, sidetracked in so many ways because there's so much stuff out there. And there's, we were talking earlier about um, admin stuff. Mm. Um, so... Yes, the digital world helps us to do things quicker um, and helps us to do things more efficiently, but actually it helps us to do more. 
and I think that's where the danger is in that sense. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it, it does. It does help us. It helps us to be quicker. So I think affirmations are really bring us back on track. I think. Yeah, it's that. What you know, the buzzword that's always out there that we all many of us talk about mindfulness isn't it as mm. well mm. affirmations is about doing something mindfully and and just giving you that moment to appreciate life as well stepping back yeah and i think uh, uh, to be quiet and to to, mm. to really focus and take take a moment to to yourself to to not not in a selfish way but to actually give yourself some breathing space and to focus on that I think that's why they're useful. Yeah. So on that note, this week's affirmation, and before I read it, remember, life is an ongoing journey. So do take time to see that goodness and beauty in your strength, because it is there. Because when faced with adversity, it can be hard sometimes to see the woods for the trees. Fears and uncertainties begin to set in. And like I said before, it's natural. It's a natural feeling. But what's important is to acknowledge and accept those thoughts and feelings. And don't let those fears hold you back and think about, okay, how else can I move forward? So when you focus on affirmations, it's find a, that quiet space, a moment in time. So perhaps in the morning, the first thing, or before you go to bed, or if you need it any time during your working day, you can use them. So this week I've chosen, and I'm going to ask you, Jackie, to fill in something here as well. Um, I am grateful for my family. There we go. My family. So focus on what you already have. So I'm grateful for whatever that might be for Jackie. It's her family. And focus on what you already have. So for me this week, it was I am grateful for my health it's because it's been up and down but I am there are people that are suffering more than I am and I'm grateful I can still wake up every day and and do the things I want to do so I'm grateful for that can I just ask you a quick question you 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 said about affirmations can be said any time of the day Mm. um and quite quite rightly too do you find a particular for you do you find a particular time of day that's useful for you or, or, or is it as a when? Uh, mostly for me, I say my, because I have certain affirmations that I say every single day mm-hmm. and they will be in the morning and before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. There are other certain affirmations that I have um, that I'll say throughout the day, depending on what's happening to me. So as a reminder, so if something's been happening in my life that I've been struggling with, or I'm feeling a bit down about, I'll pick up one of my affirmations and I'll say that for a couple of days, maybe a week. So it embeds because it's about resetting your mindset. It's kind of a bit like the law of attraction. But generally for me, it works during the morning because I have them on post-it notes and I have them posted up Mm. and um, in the evenings. All right. To help quiet the mind, as you said earlier on, it's about quieting the mind Mm. and... It's a, you know, it also journaling. A lot of people like to journal before they go to bed because it's, they call it like brain dumping, don't like they? Dump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they just want to dump it and then it's done. Then you can deal with it the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it's something to think about. <clears throat> so if you've got an affirmation that works for you, you'd like to share it with me, then tweet it in, please. Hashtag VDM Affirmations. Right, what have I got up here? So uh, just a couple of bits and bobs. Uh, another huge, huge well done to Loretta Wright for the Abbas Awards, which was above and beyond Bromley Business um, Award, which was held at the Warren. Um, and they had an, a wonderful ABBA tribute band there as well. It was great. That, such a great event, wasn't it? It was brilliant. Really, really enjoyed it. And it was so good also to see so um, and renew old friendships as well as make new ones. Absolutely. Uh, people that you haven't connected with for a while. It just brought not just businesses together, but the community. Mm. And, you know, you often hear me talk about you know bringing the community together is about helping each other with their well-being their loneliness if they're going through loneliness and things like that it really is empowering so we're looking forward to 2024 absolutely (laughs) very exciting and the other thing that i'm doing around for which just brings the community together um, and it's great for mental health and well-being because you laugh, you giggle, you can just let loose. It's the panto that I'm putting on. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. Oh, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so the panto, I've got, uh, you know, if you don't know about it, a bunch of local business owners who are brought together and um, taken forces with Mercedes Yearly of Quesol Theatre, who is a drama well-being expert. And uh, together we are putting on this panto Aladdin. And uh, yeah, I've put people into characters that they probably wouldn't be in, but they are amazing at it. Oh my goodness. Their skills are shining. (laughs) It's going to be great. But also, you know, importantly, we are raising money for a uh, community-based youth centre that works with young people during their journey to independence, helping them to make the most of their potential. So over 20 years, they have worked with thousands of young people. They are a thriving club in the heart of Bromley, or have been, should I say. They, they are thriving, but unfortunately, they're going through a difficult time uh, financially with funding. So they are in need. And this uh, charity is called Just Be Youth Club, and they're in Bromley on College Road. Their mission statement is to serve young people by accompanying them through thick and thin on their journey to independence and is even more relevant in today's environment as many young people and families struggle to cope um, in difficult times. So if you would like to donate, unfortunately, I can't say come and see us because there are no more tickets left. They got sold out, believe it or not. Well done. First week of October. They haven't even been going for a month. I mean, I never imagined. So many people have kind of gone, can you not do it on for two days? I'm like, no. (laughs) But you never know. Might be a last minute change there. So do connect with us on social media because you never know. There may be an extra day you could come to the dress rehearsal and then donate through that. So if you'd like to donate, it's www.justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash just be that's j-u-s-b panto and just another little request if you have any mince pies you'd like to donate (laughs) then please do get in touch with me or any raffle donations then again do get in touch with me that would be wonderful uh you can yeah connect with me on social media or you can email me 
at Zenat Narani. Um, no, Zenat Narani. Dot. I forgot my email. <laughs> Zenatnarani at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> I know one, the feeling. It's one of those mornings, I think. <laughs> you know how, Jackie, you were talking about being on the other side. I was recently on Riverside Radio with um, Hazel Butterfield. Uh, her Instagram is nuttybutty10. I love that. Nuttybutty10. And it was just so wonderful, actually, to be on the other side, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's really interesting to see the challenges as well. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like you almost wanted to kind of take control again of the show, isn't it? And it's not even your show. <laughs> I know, it's very difficult to keep quiet when you should be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to keep quiet here. You can talk. This is what this show's about. Let's talk better. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know what? This morning when I was driving to come and pick you up, I heard on the news, because uh, it's Black Friday, isn't it? Yes. And uh, weekend or week, I can't remember when it started anyway. But um, on there, they were saying that there are a lot of uh, employees that work in the shops, in the retail business, that are actually fearful of going in during Black Friday because oh. of the abuse that they are getting from customers. God, there's, there's no excuse for that, is there? Absolutely I mean, no excuse. I mean, I know, because I've worked in retail as well, mm. and you do sometimes get that abuse. But honestly, what's your thought on that? <laughs> I just, it I don't, just I don't really think, upsets me. Yeah. The trouble is, you don't know what's going on with the abuser, do you? You don't know what, what things they're having to cope with. Mm. But equally... It's awful that people should actually dread going into work. Um, equally, when you see in the hospitals the mm. signs up that say, you know, our staff will not tolerate, tolerate being abused, and you think, okay, there are some people perhaps who have got mental health issues who m may struggle with that, but equally there is absolutely, you know, the likes of you and me, for example, if we were in hospital, why, why would you want to abuse somebody? Why should you? Mm. Why, and why should they have to t tolerate being spoken to uh, or physically abused? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, mean, I think it's awful that people should fear going into work. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, that's their livelihood and they're not wanting to go in. And mm -hmm. You know, they were saying on the news that so many of them are reaching out to organisations for some support and help because they're worried about these, when they have these special kind of, um, sales mm. because everyone's diving in and I know it's probably more now because of the financial difficulties that everyone's in and Christmas is coming up and they're wanting to buy presents for their family friends and kids but can't afford it and you're kind of almost arguing fighting over it people lining up for hours on end outside a shop can't be great for your well-being no but is it really necessary to be rude? I, no. mean, I know we're a nation, a nation of cures, aren't we? Mm. The, the <laughs> English are known for queuing. Um, we're, we're a multicultural country. So I refuse to queue. <laughs> I refuse oh, so to queue. Are you one of these? Said, give me that. Give me that dress. No, I want that. <laughs> no, I won't go in. If it's manic, I don't go into shops. No, I kind of go before or after the sales, and if it's meant to be, yeah. it'll be. Yeah, I refuse to queue. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I can't, nothing could be. And when and when you get there, I mean, you're queuing 
some of some people are queuing overnight, aren't they? Mm. Staying, sleeping out on the pavements with stuff. Um, when you get there, you've got no guarantee that you're going to get it. You don't know what the prices are going to be. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know, maybe I'm lazy. Perhaps too much effort. I don't know. And, and, and as you say, to, to run the risk of being abused as well, it's, yeah. it's not it's not worth I'm it. I'm with you on that one. But, you know, also, thinking, you know, with what we're talking about, uh, and we were talking about this in the car I th- as well coming over, that, yes, nobody should have to put up with being abused at or shouted at or treated illly. Um, I don't know if that was the right word, but you know what I mean. We know what you mean. You know what I meant, <laughs> exactly. But companies need to be providing support and training for their staff so they don't feel this way. So they're better equipped mm. to handle to manage that. and manage um, emotional um, confrontation. Mm. Uh, and this is what I do going into companies is supporting companies with that. There needs to be more of that. Mm. Um, and we were saying that if you're taught these skills from a very young age, you're going to be far more resilient as you get older yeah yeah no totally and, it, and I think uh, you're absolutely right but and I think the fact that people now are much are recognizing that there is a need and and we'll talk about these things much more openly whereas you know once once upon a time it was all a bit hush hush about mental health and mm. whether you're bit I mean everybody's got mental health it's yeah. whether it's good bad or indifferent isn't it yeah absolutely you know what, on that note, we're going to go into a quick music break and then we're going to dive into interrogating you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and this tune is rocking all over the world. Jackie's Choice. <laughs> Ooh.
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Rocking all over the world. <laughs> Yay! Give us a tune, Jackie. <laughs> do like a little bit of rock, I have to say. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Right, guest Jackie Groundsell with is going to be sharing a little bit of her personal story, professional expertise. It's kind of amalgamated in two. And basically, you know, within that, and comes in how she manages her mental health and well-being and the impact it has on the people around her in the business. But a little bit about Jackie, award-winning Jackie Groundsell, known as The Connector, because she literally thinks in terms of connections, always knowing someone who can help you move closer to achieving your goals. Her little pink black book (laughs) is crammed with influential people across all walks of life. Believe me, it is. Uh, With a background in IT training, uh, that's where it all began. Jackie's recognised as Queen of Businesses, Business Women's Lunchtime Networking. Gosh, I'm glad I wrote that one down. (laughs) Supporting thousands of small business owners through 1230, the Women's Company Limited. Launched back in uh, 2002, uh, 1230TWC provides on and on offline trading and business growth opportunities with meetings, trainings and events. She also, as she was saying earlier, she's on the other side, uh, hosts her increasingly popular weekly radio show, uh, 1230TWC Business Beat, at the locally based with international reach, a lively, it is very, very lively. <laughs> I've been on there, what, two times now? Yeah. Uh, focusing on supporting, informing and entertaining entrepreneurial business women. The radio show is supported by regular podcasts. Uh, she also owns the Reown blogging website, Bird on the Blog, which I didn't know about. Oh. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so, Jackie, there's so much here. Where to start? <laughs> I'm going to just throw the mic to you. <laughs> well, where do we start? Start that, just... yeah. <laughs> Fill in the gaps of what I've just mentioned about you. Um, I don't know. Started off, brought up in Penge, which we were talking about yes. earlier, uh, in Maple Road. Learned my mental arithmetic from uh, buying mum's shopping for In the Market. Which uh, um, and then I I went to a school which at that time was called Penge Secondary Modern School for Girls. Is that still there? No. Um, uh, I was in the first intake, so I was. We were extremely lucky, I think, with that school. Um, it was at the back of Annerley Town Hall, um, and it was brand new, brand new head who seemed, you know, like. When you're at school, all the teachers mm. seem incredibly old, don't they? Um, but uh, looking at photographs, actually, they weren't. 
um, so we were very lucky in the sense that we had a lot of modern equipment there. I uh, learnt my secretarial schools there, went to secretarial college afterwards to build up my shorthand, which I absolutely hated predominantly, I suppose, because I wasn't very good at it. Um, and when I worked as a secretary in the shipping office, which a lot of women, young girls in my situation did, um, in St. In, uh, Mary Axe up in the city. And that was, that was really interesting. Um, got married, had two children, marriage broke up, met my now husband, had another child. And I was, when my marriage broke up, my sister took me under her wing and said, you, you know, come and come and work. She worked at Lewisham College, and um, I was working in their secretarial pool, oh, if you like, in that yeah. sense. And somebody said to me, "You know, there's a course starting um, to teach people how to type, an RSA course. I think you'd be really good oh at doing God, that." Oh my God, RSA courses! I did a couple of those. Yeah, <laughs> Royal Society of Arts. Anyway, yeah. so I was on this um, course learning how to teach people to type um and then i had my third child and then what well, i'm just trying to think what happened then you're getting a real life history here don't know that you necessarily want all well, that we want to know what's behind <laughs> the queen uh, here um i was i mentioned to zedak when we were in the car that um, i didn't pass my driving test until i um i was 34 uh, 32 That's incredible mm-hmm. um which was which was brilliant because it, it it opened so many doors for the children and me in that sense although i think the weight started coming on a bit because i wasn't walking to, quite as much <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um had my child went back and did a little bit of part-time work with some quantity surveyors um somebody said to me I was using an IBM display writer. Those of you old enough to remember what they yeah, were. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and somebody said to me, you know about computers, don't you? They need a trainer um, at this organisation um, to, to teach the youngsters there. So I started off uh, with WordStar. Um, that connection then led me... Oh, I was Because I was working at Lewisham College, I then found myself actually teaching... Uh, WordStar, word processing at Lewisham College. Wow. I then saw the course for the Cert Ed FE that I mentioned to you earlier, mm-hmm. which uh, once I attained that, enables me to teach or train anybody in anything I know, which is a bit limited, but, you know, if you wanted to learn to knit... <laughs> I, I don't could, think it is limited. <laughs> I could help you to learn to knit or whatever. So that was that. Um and things just sort of escalated from there. My husband was very seriously ill. Um, I was working. I was. I was working at Croydon College in their business unit, uh, running the courses there, and I was working at Lewisham College. But I also I can't remember quite. Oh, that's right. My husband's my husband's job was made redu- he was made redundant. So I temped, and one of the places I found myself temping at was St Christopher's Hospice. Mm. In what, what, what they were just building the fu- building in people, the fundraising department because they ran on a wig and a prayer before that. Um, so I, I was there for eight years. I see you looking at the clock. Am I talking too much? No, no, no. I have to keep an eye on my clock here because otherwise the the show will cut us off at twelve o'clock anyway. 
Right, okay. Don't get distracted by that. <laughs> um, yeah, so his job was very redundant. I was temping. Um, he then was very seriously ill, which turned our whole lives on their head in a click of a finger, yeah. a snap of a finger. But what was really interesting coming out of that was the fact that because he didn't go back to work, our roles in the home changed hugely. Mm. Um, it wasn't that I was necessarily the breadwinner as such. I was running my own IT company. But he found cooking very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, what it meant was that he had to do it on his own. I couldn't be in the kitchen, so he did all that. So, as I say, roles completely changed. We do things together prior to his illness. So I built up an IT trading company, but in, in building that, I needed to make contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a startup course, which was run by NatWest, a business startup course, um, met somebody called Penny Denby, who was web design. We stayed vaguely in touch and she phoned me one day. Bear in mind, this was about 1999, back in the dark ages. (laughs) Um, And um, no internet or anything really then, so uh, uh, much. So anyway, she phoned me and she said she'd found this group of women who were in IT the idea was, it was at Pricewaterhouse in, Ch- in uh, Charing Cross, the idea was that we'd have a drink and there was a facility to go on for dinner. It was in the evening if people wanted to do that. Mm. And I said, no, thank you. I don't do all women's events. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, look at you now. I know, <clears throat> I know. Never I, say never. I know. You just, you don't know, do you? You just you never know. know. Anyway, the story goes that I was dragged screaming and shouting by the roots of my head, <laughs> which I have to say, see, that wasn't completely untrue because I didn't want to go. It was only because I hadn't really known Penny for very long and I wanted to maintain that relationship. Anyway, I went and she and I, there were certain figures stay in your mind, don't they? And there were 27 women there. She and I were the only ones who knew each other and that was only vaguely. And... It was a huge, huge eye-opener to me. Because Mm. I'd worked with quantity surveyors and architects, I thought I was working with men, which is why I did the... So they were all men when you were working with them beforehand? Yeah, in quantity surveyors and architects, yeah, it was mostly men. Very male-dominated industries Mm. then. Um, So I never really thought about the male-female thing. It was only, you know, this going to this event... And when I did think about it, I thought, yeah, I'm working at St. Christopher's. That's really female. Hmm. I'm working in IT industry, male, but in education, female. Anyway, she and I had discussed sharing an office together, which we did in Clerkenwell in the city. And we spoke about this at this event we went to at um, Pricewaterhouse. And some of them were from in the city. And they said, well, when you do that, how about we meet for lunch? So you're grinning and you can see what's coming, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we did. We met, we, we met in uh, a lovely little place, which is no longer there, such a shame, called uh, Little Bay. Very quirky, great fun. Sounds nice name. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we met there at, guess what time we met there? At 12.30. All that was by coincidence. It was just a time uh-huh. decided on. Everybody who was there had a really great time and we're getting their diaries out, swapping uh, times, let's, you know, yeah. meet and all this. Let's do it again, most of them said. 
So we said, okay, we'll do it in a month. Mm. That's what we did. But in between times, Penny and I were business advisors at what was then the Bromley Chamber of Commerce, who had mm. a training arm called uh, Business Focus, which was run by a guy called Mike Ellis. Um, and they asked us if we could help. And we said, well, we do this lunch. That's what we do. We could do yeah. a lunch for you. So we did a lunch in Ferraris, which was then in East Street. Yes. 54 women. Because if you think back wow. then, there wasn't anything focused for women. For women, yeah. There was Chambers of Commerce and there was B&I and BRE had just started out. What's BRE? BRE was like B&I, but it was run by uh, Harvey um, Lapata and Andy Lapata, his son. Right. Um, the the story goes that they wanted something for Andy to do, so they decided that that's what he do. <laughs> Bless him. He's he's on the international speaking circuit now, Andy. He's doing great guns. Um, so, um, you know, coming out of, so so that obviously with fifty four women that was hugely successful. Um, and we loved it. And Penny and I really stepped back because whilst the idea was for us to make contacts, it was wonderful to see how everybody else was getting on and yeah. sort of making those connections. Um, a couple of women said they'd come in from Orpington. Could they possibly run a group in Orpington as well as the one in Bromley? Wow. So at that point we thought, well, and people had been saying to us, is, is this your business? Well, actually, it wasn't, but it became right. so obviously. And just we just grew organically, it. and that's Amazing. how it all started. So 12.30, the name, we were originally the women's company, but somebody very early on tried to piggyback on that, and we thought rather than going to court, we'd rebrand. Mm. And one of our managers, we had managers at that time, said, um, well, we meet at 12.30, can we do anything with that? So there we are. So it stood us in, gr in great stead. There you go, 12.30, TWC. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you've got chapter and verse there. <laughs> it's, it, it's amazing, though, because, you know, you, you're a lady of business. Uh, obviously, you've got more knowledge and skills around that. And you came to this, what you do now, organically. Mm. Now, obviously, there's a lot out there in the marketing and people telling you this is how you need to market your business in order to grow is there a balance between the two or does some businesses just work organically completely or do you you know how well we thought? grew by networking i it's mean we, networking. we had these we had these meetings and i think mm. i think i think the biggest thing that comes out of our networking is the fact that we're building relationships and you're making the connections and one of the things that people have said over the years is i'm not really bothered whether i actually somebody buys my product or buys my service what i get from these meetings is support and we do a lot of brainstorming for people. So if they've got issues like that, with brainstorming at the meeting so everybody can mm. share on what their thoughts are. And, and if you think pre-COVID anyway, disregarding COVID, mm. a lot of people like you and me, potentially we're in four walls all day. And to come out and to know that, yes, 
we all have to eat, so why not at lunchtime? Mm -hmm. It works for women very well because often they're squeezed either end of the day because children, the school run, or even parents. Mm -hmm. You know, as we get older, parents are often um, something that we have to have to consider in terms of, of their care as well. Um, so lunchtime works very well. We have to eat. We need to take a break. It's fun. It's informative. Um, and it helps you grow you and your company. Yeah, absolutely. So thinking about all of this, um, what is, have you seen and how has it impacted lots of the women? Because you're saying it had, but in, in regards to their mental well-being? Hugely, hugely. To know that they've got support, to know that they can actually come once a month and maybe more, they can, okay, each location is once a month, but actually they could go as many times as they want. But it's hugely to know that they've got support, they've got, they, they know that they can come to me or anybody that they're meeting at the meetings um, with anything at all. It, it doesn't have to be business related. It is about the support that's there. So it's all about mental health, very much so. Yeah. And, you know, we often talk about, about and you just mentioned it now as well, that we are stuck often inside the four walls. And if we haven't got the external um, sort of networking, sorry, I'm videoing at the same time <laughs> and trying to talk. <laughs> That's what's back playing well, in the background. <laughs> Zenat, the multitasker. <laughs> uh, do you know, talking about multitasking, I think one of the cards I pulled out for my um, Crystal Angel cards talks about multitasking. Oh, really? Busy That'll times and multitasking. So that's the title. Anyway, right. um, what was I saying? Um, I'm completely blank now. See, I do this all the time. <laughs> It's because we're so busy. It's we what I was saying to you busy. earlier about the fact that d the digital world helps us to be more productive, but actually it helps us to get faster and faster. Yeah, and distract us from what's really important and purposeful mm. as well. Mm. Yep, so true there. Um, how, you know, with everything that you do and, you know, all of this up to this point, how do you manage your own well-being? Because you do so many things. And then I've, I know, um, you know, you've got your your husband, your partner, um, who has his um, illness and conditions. Yourself, you're going through difficult times. How do you manage all this? Because you're always smiling. <laughs> and you're always connecting. You're everywhere as well. You yeah. continue to be. I'm not... I think that's what keeps me going, actually. I think that that is the thing. I need to be busy. I need to be... Um, I, I like to be able to talk to people. Uh, and when I was approached about doing the radio, I mean, I was... I have to say, between these four walls, nobody else is listening, are they? Between, between, <laughs> no, just a few thousand people out exactly. there tuning in. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know how you work really hard to achieve something and eventually it comes. I was so lucky with my radio station, my radio show, um, because I met Ed and um, Chrissy, who's the owner of the station, at a networking event. Isn't that funny? There you go. Um, and we were chatting and he said, you know, he said, um, would you like to run a show? He said, I think it would be really useful and informative for women. I said, yes, please. Thank you very much. Um, and, and so we went from there. And uh, and I have the most amazing speakers. You mentioned Mercedes earlier. Mm. Mercedes is on my show on Monday. 
Um, she's coming on uh, along with Phyllis Woodvine, who mm -hmm. is physio, and a lady called Noelle with, um, I apologise in advance, I can't pronounce her name, <laughs> um, who is a published author. So Fantastic. we've got a, a, a nice... A really good mix of uh, topics there for people to tune into and listen to. So I think what keeps me going and what keeps me healthy is being busy. Mm. Yeah. And there's a few people that I've met um, that say that it's kind of their purpose moving forward and it helps them. But obviously you find time for your own things that you need to do. Mm. I know... Um, Loretta Wright from Life in Magazines. She had a journey where she had cancer mm. and she talked openly and tracked her journey. But at the same time, her family and her magazine that she was just going out to launch, yeah. wasn't it, yeah. at that time, was what gave her that purpose, mm. that well-being for her, that resilience to get better. Yeah. It's yeah. such a powerful story. Yeah, yeah, no, no, very much so, very much with Loretta. I mean, I, I was part and parcel of the information at the time oh. so it's uh, um, I mean the affirmation thing when I mention my family my family nags me and says come on mum you need to take a break um, you, you know how much longer are you going to do this <laughs> <laughs> when you fall yes. over and I'm very lucky that uh, I have got a terrific family um, my uh, husband Yesterday? What's today? Friday. My husband on West Wednesday had his, he's already had his right knee down, but he's left me a replacement. Um, and my youngest son has decided that he's going to stay with me until he's okay and, and back, you know, oh, so, which yeah. is really nice. And my eldest son's not too far away. My daughter's not too far away. And I've got a little grandson of three and a half who keeps us all on our toes. <laughs> I go to. I said Brings to myself. back down to reality. I oh, know. I said to. I, I, um, I don't do bank holidays on the radio because it's on a Monday, and Christmas Day and New Year's Day falls on a Monday this year and next year, obviously. Um, so I uh, said to my son, "How about I have a little chat with Lewis, who's three and a half, <laughs> recorded for uh, for my Christmas show, and talk to him about what he's what he's asked Father Christmas for, what he's been chatting Aww. to Father Christmas." About. So we're going to try that and see if that works. <laughs> Fantastic! I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, just under that, we're going to go for, into a quick music break and. Uh, then when we come back, we'll keep chatting. But I'm just going to read a couple of tweets. Jackie Wheel has just texted me on my a message. Hi, Z, loving it, rocking around the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> bless her. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the way to do it. Rock around the kitchen or wherever you are. And Sarah Marsh Collins uh, tweeted in. I just need to find that. Oh, I've just gone and turned it off, haven't I? <laughs> uh, listening on uh, Zenat Narani, MSM Radio Talks, Channel Radio 2, to personal experiences and uplifting stories of people's mental health journey. Go Jackie Groundsell <laughs> of Love the Beat Radio. So it's not the, that beat radio. <laughs> and she's got her gifts in there that she likes to do and it's going whoop. Whoop, whoop, oh, brilliant. Yeah, oh, well done, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to dive into Hungry Heart Bruce Springsteen. Ooh.
Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Well, there we have it. Hungry Heart by Bruce Springsteen, requested by my lovely honorary Ben, Sarah Ben, who is actually Sarah Marsh Collins of Digital Digital (laughs) Marketing. Oh, my God. Babel Monkey Digital and Marketing. (laughs) Got there in the end. Anyway, it's Friday. It's Friday, yes. Uh, we've been talking to Gracky. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> Just put that glass of wine down, see that. <laughs> it's one too many coffees, that's the problem. Yeah. Jackie Groundsell of T, um, 1230TWC, the Queen of Business Women's Lunchtime Networking. <laughs> Got that one out, didn't I? Well done. Well done. I am going to need a glass of wine later on. Um, right, so, uh, you know, I'm actually curious. What's this Birds on the Blog? 
Because I didn't oh. know about this. Oh, right. Now, there's another little story attached to that. Uh, did you, do you know Sarah Arrow? Do you know Sarah Arrow? Mm, no, maybe if I saw her face. I'm not great with names always. She's not local. Okay, um, probably not but then. Sarah, Sarah Arrow and I got met, met each other. I'm doing the quotes here. Um, online when her husband had appendicitis and she was on social media about this and we sort of got in touch and then I can't remember anyway we met anyway but she started this thing called birds on the blog this blogging website and she built it up and she got people blogging and putting stuff up there on a very regular basis for business women um really built it up very well but then then she wanted to do other things after some years uh, she wanted to do other things and she said to me would I like the website so I said oh because she considered to use her words that I'd be a safe pair of hands for her, her baby so um she gave me she very generously gave me the website so uh, uh, it is purely blogging mm-hmm. um and anybody who likes to write is very welcome to send me anything in you can either do that on an ad hoc basis or on a regular basis so and it goes up there so it's anything any topics you know themes but useful for useful, useful for business. people and businesses oh, yeah i mean uh, uh, i say business women but obviously a lot of it is is useful for everybody in in terms Fantastic. of business um 12.30 has its own blogging page, but obviously the, the focus with Birds on the Blog is that. And also the podcast for the radio show goes on there now as well as on the 12.30 Amazing. website as well. Brilliant. Oh, well, you may see a few um, blogs coming your way. Yes, please. Wonderful. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love that. That's great. You know, and it, it's, it's a... I'm hearing a double sing of something. I'm not sure what that is. I can hear it. I've got my voice going. Can you hear an echo? No. That's strange. Hang on a minute. Uh, We're going to go into a quick music break while I sort out this little bit of... Techno. So techno gremlins. Hang on a minute. Oh, it seems to have gone now. Oh. That was weird. Very, very strange. (laughs) Who knows? It's not Halloween, is it? Um, (laughs) No, it's it's great because also, do you link that to other people's... um, Websites as well. Oh yeah, so it works great for SEO and all of that. Absolutely, isn't it? yes. They've got their, they've got their um, links in there that they want to have. So yeah, brilliant. Um, I wanted to ask you about you know because we were talking about uh, uh, twelve thirty mm. and in terms of sort of opportunities mm. for other business owners maybe to host yeah absolutely so tell us a little bit about that yeah i mean anybody who would like to know more about being a host for our group so host is somebody who chairs the meeting really um and uh, they get sent all the information so they know exactly what the content needs to be each meeting has the same structure uh so that people going from different locations will know what to expect but of course the venue is different the host is different um, and the people who are there are the different. So it's mm. got a different flavour. But anybody who hasn't got a 12.30 group in their area and would like to know more about being a host, there's no cost to that. Um, do, do please get in touch and we can have a chat and see if it's something you'd like to do. Brilliant. There is Because you, you do the one in Beckenham. Do you do it Bromley as well, don't Bromley, you? Yeah, Bromley, yeah, Bromley, Beckenham, yeah. kind of Orpington, that sort of yeah, area, don't you? Yeah. So anything out of 
Bannett. We've got Bannett. one with um, Cat Webb who hosts the one in oh, uh, yes, uh, in Birchington. So look out for our seaside day next year. Yes, Cat Webb is that's the lady's got that gorgeous um B is it B B and B with yeah. the um Art artist. Deco. Art Deco, yes, yeah. themed one. I always get that I have to get it in. If you like David Bowie, go to Cat's wonderful B&B. Each room is themed. There's a lot of history attached to the area as well as her venue. Um, but she has a full-size David Bowie in her shower, in the, in the David Bowie suite. <laughs> <laughs> and she also does, she does tours of Beckenham. David Bowie... Uh, you do what I I'm do doing, now. Yeah, I know. It's infectious. Sketchy. David Bowie tours in Beckenham. Yes. So anybody interested well, and a fan? There's a lot of history yeah. of Bowie here, uh, you know, in Beckenham. Yeah, from here. Yeah, it is. So it's, um, um, and with that, you've got an event there, haven't you? You're going to be holding. Yes, we've started. Uh, we did our second year this year of the Ziggy Stardust Family Fun Day, which is on Beckenham Green, diagonally opposite Beckenham Junction Station, um, and it's very much focused on family, particularly the children. And they, because David Bowie was an amazing singer, but also he was an artist, a fashion designer. Mm. Um, I mean, he was a very, very clever person artistically. Um, so the schools have really taken it up as part of their curriculum as well to focus on that. So we have a, an arts and crafts marquee. Um, the children from the schools doing various things up on the stage. We had a lovely little boy, I think his name was Zach, eight-year-old played electric guitar honestly really 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 good really clever um bands from the schools all sorts of things that we have there um for the children and games and and stands as well for local local people to uh, to put it on so it's a great event really really good and we have a mini fun fair as well which jimmy botton does for us brilliant Fantastic. Sounds awesome. I, I want to co come to the one at the seaside. Oh, yes. I do like to be Absolutely. at the seaside. Yep. We have a lovely walk down by the beach. Minis Bay is, is what I think of as a tr traditional bay. It's that lovely curved, proper bay shape. Um, <laughs> see, I mean, and also, it, it's um, Cat's Place is a very easy place to get to because uh, for us, coming from Bromley, if you go from Bromley you by train, if you don't want to drive... You could get the train from Bromley South straight to Birchington and then Cat's B&B uh, is five minute walk from there. And then, this, and then the bay is five minutes walk from Cat's. It's oh, just wow. so beautifully positioned. Do you know what? And, and again, isn't that great that you've got these connections that mm -hmm. you've made and that you're holding these events in different places, bringing people together, great for mental well-being and not... You know, for oneself, because yes. to take yourself from a busy place, because Bromley is busy. Yeah. London Borough is Bromley, and, I mean, busy, and we are quite close to London. And to be able to take yourself in just a, f you know, few minutes outside, fresh yeah. air. Yeah. Ice cream. Stay, ice cream. Fish and chips. Stare at Bowie. <laughs> David. <laughs> David. David Bowie. Well, Bowie. <laughs> I was just taking off the David, but. I know, just testing me. I know, I know. <laughs> Do you know what? I think we need to put in a David Barry tune in it as What a good well. idea. You know, that'd be good. So we'll do that in a minute. Okay. Um, I was going to say, so I've read here on, on your bio, I would say my can-do attitude and ability to talk <laughs> are two of my greatest personal assets. You do like to blow your trumpet. And why not? 
Uh, I'm always up for a challenge. You are, aren't you? Yeah. Jackie is available for public speaking, training and speed networking sessions and continues to be constantly inspired by the business women she meets through her networks. Totally. So out of everything that you do, what has been your greatest achievement? Now you're asking. I know. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot there. You have I? put me on the spot. I can't think of... What's the... It, okay, let's take it back. I think making connections. I mean, that, that I think is, is... I don't think there's one particular... I can't think of one particular thing, but I think overall being able to make the connections is, is great. And I think very much, obviously, with the IT training, it's about people and the networking's about people and sometimes people ask me when did you actually start networking do you know my answer to that you always have been exactly when i was born because it's about communication isn't it mm. yeah yeah you got it in one start networking Very from the much. day you're born Absolutely. But we, but we do. We do. I mean, when, when we started, networking was very much a rude word. Um, oh, because really? it was Well, yeah, because at that time, it was about hard sales. If you didn't buy a product or a service while you were talking to somebody, they didn't want to talk to you. Mm. There was no relationship building or anything. And, and it's grown amazingly. It's sell, this, sell, sell, wasn't it? Yeah, as, as a very, a, a great, tool if you like mm. for people to build their businesses super yeah no it probably has to i remember the first time i went to network it was frightening and i'm a people person and mm. i love talking to people but it's a different ball game mm. and i think earlier on in your business if you can get out there and start to mingle if that's not something you've done it's so fundamental mm. uh, not not just gaining business, but for your own confidence and personal growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it is. It's very much so. Um, right, I'm going to ask you another question, but you've ooh. got time to think about this. Ooh. Your greatest inspiration, right? Who has or what has been your greatest inspiration? But on that note, we're going to listen to uh, David Bowie. And Simply the Best, which Simply the Best is chosen by yourself, isn't it? Uh, should we go with Starman? Yes, why Let's not? Let's go with Starman. Yeah. Okay, time. we'll be back.
welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. There we go. Jackie, you're still dancing around the kitchen floor. I Simply am. the best. I am. <laughs> you are. And I'm talking about the other Jackie also. <laughs> the Jackie wheel. Uh, Chandra from Elmcroft Business Services has said, at 12.30, Jackie is certainly simply the best. Oh, bless you, Chandra. Big yeah. hugs. <laughs> Great to hear uh, Jackie on uh, Zenat Narani's Mindset Matter show. Great tune, by the way. Looking forward to hosting the startup uh, Bromley event next Saturday. Yes. I know. Uh, but before we talk, actually, we'll mention that as well because we're going to be talking about some Absolutely events. Absolutely. We, uh, we have about uh, 15 minutes before the end of the show. Okay. But I'd asked you about your greatest inspiration, inspiration which can be hard sometimes for some it, people. It is very hard because, mm. as you pointed out early, earlier, but like you, through our businesses, we meet so many people. Um, and I'm constantly inspired by all the people that I have met, not not just women, guys, everybody, who are various challenges. You mentioned Loretta earlier and how people actually work, you know, with those. But I think the one person that sticks in my mind as an individual inspiration was Dr. Saunders, Dane Suicide Saunders, who set up St. Christopher's Hospice which is about palliative care. Um, And she was physically an imposing woman. She was quite tall. Um, She'd stand in the lunch queue in front of me and I think it's really lovely standing here with your Dr Saunders, but please don't talk to me because I am frightened. (laughs) (laughs) But she was. um, And and, and in many ways, you know, it's, it's interesting because St Christmas, she always used to say, is about living. Mm. every day at 11 o'clock out would come the drinks trolley she'd have a sherry it would go all around the wards and everybody else would be offered a, you know, a drink if they'd like a drink and it was about ke- keeping things normal um, but she was the most inspirational woman in what she achieved in what she was doing but other, other than that everybody around me it's just a constant inspiration of what they'd deal with and how they manage themselves um, is is just a privilege to be on the earth really I know that mm. sounds a bit pathetic and dramatic but no, it's true not at all it's true I, as you pointed out earlier I'm very fortunate in everybody that I meet such as yourself and oh. the inspiration the things that everybody has to has to cope with so okay. thank you for asking me that question no it, I think it's a really important question because sometimes I think we forget ourselves who our inspiration has been mm. and how we've achieved things in our lives. Again, it's going back, isn't it? And being grateful and understanding how far we've come. Because mm. often we can get kind of, what's the word, clouded by everything else that's going on and forget about all the greatness and goodness. Because mm. mm. there is a lot us. out there. There's there a, is. There's a lot out there. And I think, you know, just on my radio show, I do a regular birthday 
Mm. If, if you've got a favourite birthday song, let me know because I'm running out of trying to find different ones. Yes, you asked me that last time, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> but, uh, but also I send out hugs and thoughts for everybody in the world because there's such a lot of awful things going on and mm-hmm. that people have to cope with all over the world. So, you, you know, it's, it's, you just look, you just got to look at the television, haven't you? Yeah, which I limit myself to doing. I mm. don't watch the news very often. I don't listen to it. And if something props up on my social media, quickly grab, browse at it. Or if I'm yeah. in a conversation with someone and then I limit that. Yeah. Because, yeah. It um, makes us realise how lucky we are, though. Mm, absolutely. You know, you were talking about birthday songs. Have you tried the um, Spanish version for cumpleaños feliz done that one. cumpleaños yeah, I've done that <laughs> bon anniversaire à toi bon anniversaire à toi oh you heard it here first we, th- we see that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you'll I, have to come on and give me a whole range well, I'll give you a whole range I'm sure people will be tweeting all different birthday songs in, <laughs> in different languages <laughs> um, well, so I was going to ask you so interesting and fun facts because Oh, actually, no. Rewind, rewind. <laughs> Tell us about some events that are happening because we mentioned Startup. Yeah, we've got Startup Robley coming on the 2nd of December. Um, Chandra, who you mentioned earlier, very kindly has invited me to do a workshop um, on the benefits and um, why actually networking is actually helpful to you. And the best... <laughs> Listeners will know that Zenat and I can talk for England, <laughs> but actually, when you go networking, are we making the best use of our time that mm. we get to do that? So that workshop is about that, and also I'll be there with my little pink hooter. With <laughs> doing, to, you have to come to oink, see oink. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to be there to know. Um, we'll be doing some sweeping networking, so we'll be on the fourth floor in the library. Have a look at the website, Startup Bromley, book yourselves in. It is free, but you do need to book because obviously if we get thousands of people booking, um, which is likely, of course. Um, we'll be they, queuing up outside, like you, it, know, like you said, English culture. Exactly, exactly. Um, then we might need to do another day like your, like your um, uh, pantomime effort. Mm. But um, yeah, so that's on the 2nd of December. That's coming up. Um, we are going to, we're having a Christmas party, 12.30 is having a Christmas party on the 13th of December, so look for news about that. And then we've got a whole lineup of, uh, of wonderful things coming up in the new year, as well as all the, all the people who are interested in being a host for me. So do get in touch with uh, me. I'm obviously all the W's, 1230.co.uk, and you'll find me on social media just put in Jackie Groundsell and I'll pop up. Pop. Pop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, do connect with uh, Jackie. It's, you know, just not even just for con- being connected to connectors, but to get to know this wonderful lady because she's got so many hidden little stories and inspirations. And I've learned lots f- from you today sitting here in the studio, but also when I drive up here. Yeah. Uh, little sort of snippets and it's amazing what you learn about people and you know like you said networking's changed a lot and it's more about relationships and connecting gets to know the person people buy from people mm. as we we often say mm. and it is so true it's not the the hardcore sell 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 anymore no people want that trust like relationship absolutely absolutely yeah and it's it's about it's not about what you do either it's it's about what you could offer why why 
why um, is my business going to be useful to you? And you sort of making the connections and seeing, recognizing the synergies uh, within people's businesses and how you can collaborate. Yeah, collaboration. And do you know that word collaboration is so important because uh, traditionally, or should I say, there's a lot of fear when you collaborate, you feel like you're going to lose your ideas, your your success, and it becomes somebody else's. Yeah, there might be an element of that. But actually, there's more success and growth in collaborating. So because true. your brain can only take so much and it can only think so much. But when you get ideas from someone else... Mm. Those two can be really, really mm. sparking. Mm. That doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. No, it does make it a lot of sense. It sparks those ideas of and empowerment. And, and we've all got different skills. Exactly. Um, and different expertise. So it, it's about matching those as well and seeing how they work. Yeah. Collaboration. Building relationships. Collabor- that's our buzzword today. Which one? Collaboration. 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 <laughs> how many words can you make out of Collaboration. Oh, now you're asking. <laughs> well, you're having a... Th- I'll a th- have to think about have that Have a think one. on that one. Um, <laughs> but I asked you to um, just send me something about something fun or interesting or funny fact about yourself. And you actually had to ask your son. And he said there's too many to mention. <laughs> uh, so tell us the one you've sent to me. I can't I like remember now. Tell me what you can't. <laughs> Collection of cheese dishes. Oh, I thought it was going to be cheese, but it's cheese dishes. Yeah. And you've also, um, you've danced with Bill Wyman's brother. I don't know who Bill Wyman is, by the oh, way. Oh, for goodness sake. I ha- so you have a Rolling e- Stones. Oh, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm terrible with names. <laughs> I'm good with faces, you know. Uh, I didn't remember your name for a long time. I knew I'd met you at the very first <laughs> event in um, Copper Salon through Chandra. We got introduced, introduced, yeah. introduced by we, Chandra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. Uh, so cheese dishes. What's yes. with that? Oh, well, you're going back a bit now, but um, my husband my husband and I, as, as the Queen used to say, um <laughs> Out shopping one day. Oh, oh th- there used to be an antique fair in a Beckenham Public Halls on a Wednesday. And we went in there and we saw this cheese dish and thought, that's rather nice, like that. Went on another stall and there was another one. Oh, the first one was a cream and pink and the second one was glass. Um, so we bought both. Um, and hey, then, hang on a minute. How can a cheese dish yeah. be different from a normal dish? A, a, do you know what a butter dish is? Looks yes. Like? Right. Well, a cheese dish is like that, but bigger, with a hole in. Okay. I'll show you. All right. I'll send <laughs> you. A, like. I'll send you a video. Um, <laughs> it, it was just with a cover. Do you know? Okay. Put cheese in. And um, it, it, now it seems terribly old-fashioned. I could. Gr- I grant you that. But at the time, and Phil, my husband, was um, in sales, so he was on the road a lot, and his favourite antique shop in Richmond he went in there and he what guess what he bought a cheese dish a cheese dish so people then decided that we'd got a collection so um, people would give us cheese dishes we'd see cheese dishes and we ended up with guess how many 30, 40 154 <gasps> oh my goodness that is a lot of cheese dishes to put through our house but we stopped <laughs> and we've got rid of a few <laughs> But we've probably still got about a hundred. We've got a hundred, that's for sure. It's scattered over the, in the house. 
Wow. Uh, well, I, I need some prizes for a raffle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether people want them these days. Um, we, we did mind have... you, I love cheese. Did you actually eat cheese, though? Or yeah. Or you just collected the dishes? Yeah. We've got one, which is a, a round... It's a building. It's um, f- for Stilton, and it's the a uh, uh, replica of where they made the original Stilton cheese. Oh. And the story attached to that was that um, my friends, Gareth and Heather Lloyd... Are you all right for yeah, me to tell I'm, this yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. You carry on waffling. All right. Thank you. <laughs> waffle, waffle. Um, rather like the Harrods van outside their house. Um, and anyway, this Phil... I, th- I don't know what it's, Heather said to Phil, there's this lovely uh, cheese dish. It's about... Oh, like, let me... Um, and it'd be great for Jackie for Christmas. Right, okay. So he, it doesn't tell me. He orders this and a man on a, uh, in a van comes to our house on um, Christmas... No, the day before Christmas Eve with this. I didn't know, but it had been delivered. And Phil found a crack running across the, the base. Mm. So he phones up Harrods and Harrods say, Do not worry, sir. A new one, a brand complete new one, will be with you tomorrow. So Christmas Eve, five o'clock, on a bike, a man from Harrods <laughs> turns up with this cheese dish. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Freaky. <laughs> no, but what service? It is great. That is great service. Mm. Uh, cheese dishes. Yeah, I do love cheese. Not Bill Wyman's, Bill Wyman's brother called... Bill Wyman, actually, his name is Bill Perks. Right. And his brother's Paul Perks. And I used to go dancing at Peggy Spencer's ballroom dancing and... That's how I dance with him. Mm, fancy. You're not impressed, are you? Because you don't know any of them. No, I don't know. I'm going to have to go home and Google. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. I, I do know about this one. Ear piercings. Oh, yeah. Every decade. Yeah. Why every decade? She's pointing out her ears at the moment. Yeah. I've got three. Three. And the first one I had... When I was 40, yeah. Okay. 40, don't tell anybody. Yeah. You're still in your 40s. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so every decade, but why every only every decade? I don't know, just one of those things. Just one of those things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there are all sorts out there, as we I know. We're all ones. wonderfully unique. Yeah, the ones in my lobes I had done when I was first on my own, when my marriage mm. uh, broke up. Um, so I went and had those done. And then these... I have, I've, yeah. Yeah, you know, people do different <laughs> things for different reasons. Whatever turns you whatever on. Whatever turns you on, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I love an ear piercing. I mean, I used to have my tongue pierced, I had my belly pierced. Did you? Yes, my tongue. I eventually, I, I took it out because I realised it was ruining my teeth after yeah. I realised it myself. I didn't listen to my dentist. Um, <laughs> and then, and it just was coming in the way, you know, when you have spaghetti and things. Yeah. <laughs> And then I had Talk obviously the a, uh, yeah, a belly button pierced and I had that ripped out about three times while I was um, skating with my dance partner. Oh so I thought, gosh. you know what, it's about time I remove that. A bit yeah. too late because I, I then hung up my skates. Oh. But uh, yes, uh, I do have quite a few in my ears. I think I've got six in my ears. Have you? Uh, I want to get another one, yeah. Because uh, I can't get a tattoo. Each? No, 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 no. It's 
three three yeah yeah um but i do want to get a tattoo but at the moment the tattoo is about 500 quid the one i want because i've designed it oh mm. okay okay right we are going to have to say goodbye i've got up to the really last bit of the crunch start up probably be there 2nd of december great and where can people find you all the w's one two three zero dot co dot uk thank you so much jackie it's been absolutely wonderful having you here told you an hour and a half goes so fast doesn't it (laughs) and we'll have to get you back for some more waffling and chatting Um, but if you want to find out more about how I can help and support you, then please do connect with me on social media or pop over to my website, zenatnarani.com. Of course, if you've got a story to share, you're either an expert or just want to share your personal journey, then do reach out to me and email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Com. Uh, thank you to Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters talk radio show. So I'm going to leave you with my mission, which is to empower your mind to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. We're going to end with my usual sign out and then a different tune. I'm going to leave Miley Cyrus out of this one. Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Nurani on Channel 2 Radio.